Welcome to Bad Dad's Film Review, a weekly film and kids TV review podcast hosted by a bunch of dads. Though you shouldn't be put off listening if you're not a parent yourself. In fact, kudos to you. Let's be fair, you've made a very sensible decision not to have children. I think we all heartily endorse it. Mm. And if you're a child yourself, well, please be aware that we do swear a bit. Oh, and by and large, all grown-ups don't really know what they're doing. They're in large part making it all up as they go along. What a terrifying thought. And also Much like the director of this week's movie. <laughs> oh, it's getting early blows <laughs> in today. Shots fired. Yeah, also Father Christmas isn't real. This week sees us discussing the top five slow motion moments before our main feature, the new Netflix romantic comedy with a name so forgettable, I literally forget it as I read it. Look both ways. Is what it's called. And then we finish off with oddballs in our kids' TV section. There's just the dads left to introduce then, starting with Pegging Fan and ex-footballer Dad, <laughs> whose skill with the ball at his feet is inversely proportional to his dexterity with words in his mouth. And also Sidey, who this week picked up a new pet. Did, yeah, yeah, yeah did. Now, did he take on board my suggestion that he get something dangerous like a scorpion or a wolf and turn the Sidewell family's daily existence into a nail-biting contest for survival? No. How about the toxic one-way love of a particularly surly cat? You know the type, turn up, get fed, submit to the minimum possible affection before regarding you with complete disdain. Already had and a sharp exit, but it turns outside he already had that role covered in the house. Right. Uh, so you ended up with a dog. Yeah, so two cats already in situ, and now I've got a dog. They're not getting on. Um, Are they not? No. no. Every day's a little bit better. But Has it escalated to the stage yet where somebody's like set up an elaborate thing with a skateboard and traps? And There was a thing with a skateboard that happens outside the front door. <laughs> but no, the, Boris the cat whacks Minnie the dog uh, across the face. So she was a bit terrified, which is slightly odd because she's fucking enormous. Um, yeah. Just when things were getting nice and easy and all sounds, now we've just added just like a yeah, bit yeah. of chaos and, you know, early morning. And she's young, right? Four months old, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, who she's still to... up half the night and stuff as well. She's or... not too bad in the night. Up, at, I'm up early anyway. It's, it's fine. It's all yeah. good. It's all, all good. Right. Oh, nice. It's who needs all that extra sleep and uh, money? Yeah. Have you yeah. seen a picture of it? Yeah. Yeah. It looks yeah. nice. Ugly. Yeah. Oh, and, and nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Are we allowed to say the name or is that doxing? Minnie is the name. Did you choose that or did you name uh, your, your, your... Her official name is Minnie Milk. Right. And we just just went with Minnie. Mm. So and it's quite long. Or Milky. Because she's not Minnie at all. She's large. Yeah. It's bigger than that. Okay. Nice. So that's the dog That's the dog news out of the way. I didn't watch anything this week other than homework. All right. So that's me Lucky out. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lucky yeah. So you. So that is me out of that conversation. I watched Sing 2. Yeah. That new one i enjoyed it it wasn't as good as the first but it was still nice to see having watched the first one isn't there loads of u2 music in it yeah Yeah. i'm out yeah i I like them i caught up to date with like you too yeah you're out now yeah have we had this before yeah we have yeah have we yeah Yeah, but you can't you you're not like no david bowie stance takes you out of the equation (laughs) you know i'm the only one with any musical credibility in here Mm, okay and or I know that and you're all waiting what? all. Um, yeah, I've not got waiting to, for, to to catch up all then, but I've. I've I tell, I tell you, I did watch some She-Hulk. I'm at. You finished that? No, I got about three episodes left. All right, and I watched something else, but I can't remember it. 
I watched pretty much all of Cobra Kai and it's, it is stupid, but it's gloriously stupid. Yeah. It's brilliantly put. So is that season stalled. five? I, yeah, I've stalled yeah. about halfway through it. I don't think I can be bothered to go back to it. Should I go back to it? Yeah, because it's okay. just so silly and yeah. the references just are great. And okay. it's just like every conflict can be resolved through karate and it's well oh. over the top. And yeah, just good. it makes me laugh, really. So that's... That's okay, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, get good. back onto that. I've got lots of things to finish off. Wrexham, I've got to finish She-Hulk. Rings of Power, That's we've got, only got two episodes left. I, think, I thought there was going to be 10 episodes, but there's only eight. So I've got yeah, to I've off. been watching but that it's as fucking well. turd. And then that, and then all the other stuff, blah, 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 blah. It's just not enough. And I'm like obsessed with Zelda. Like I'm watching YouTube Zelda content. It's got that bad. So. <laughs> we can actually talk about House of the Dragon because uh, Pete isn't here. Yeah, but I've only seen three episodes of that. It's another right. thing I need to get onto. Right. I don't know anyone's name. I do, they all look the same to me. Yeah. Dragons and stuff. Yeah, nobody's dead yet in that, and it's like three episodes in. Well, I did Remember. a decent battle on the beach, but anyhow. We did a top five last week, which we was did. about cigarettes. Yeah, and, and we, we, we said we were fans of kids smoking, and it turns out you guys are as well. Yeah, we did read out loads of nominations, which was great last week, but Mel yeah. hit hard with that fucking turkey that was a load of shit really stand by me yeah stand by me kids smoking so i can't believe that was shit didn't we yeah i can't i can't believe that we didn't think of that actually because it is yeah no it's it's an old time that one it's brilliant (laughs) no i'm the only one who didn't really get on with that yeah so i was but great nomination though great great nomination and i have to say when we get on to this week's we've got fucking loads online already oh people have been pulling out all the stops recently it's great it is really it gladdens the heart and yeah, it wrecks the penis touch. or something uh, so that's good fun isn't it yeah distinct lack of cheese no there's a whole bag of cheese and that's not even for that's later on that's conversation. cheese context it's not have i peaked too early i've yeah. just seen those haribo in front yeah we've got we've got a, sla- a, a snack selection which we'll get onto but top five dan you went I went slow. It felt, we did feel like we we're running out of steam, and the last two weeks I feel have been strong. And picked yeah. up again, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, they have. Yeah. I thought we must have done this before. I was waiting for you to say, "Oh, we done," but no, no slow I motion. Choked. No, great shout, great shout. Well, there's it's a rich it's a rich area to go looking for, for slow mo motions. Well, there are so many different types of slow motion moment, dramatic action moments, funny moments, epic moments. Really just cool moments. Yeah. So do you want to start us off? Me? Yeah. I go for a trifecta of Simpsons. Okay, uh, right. The first one is Deep Space Homer, where he, in slow motion, crashes into the ant colony. Then <laughs> yeah. Ralph Wiggum has his heart broken by Lisa yeah. at a live showing of Krusty the Clown, and they pause and rewind it, and, and Bart's like, look, you can actually see the, 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 <laughs> the moment yeah. where his heart breaks, and they're yeah. just playing it in slow motion. He's going, <laughs> and then the episode of Softball called Homer at the Bat, where he swings and you can see his gut moving in slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> and we reviewed that episode and it is to this day the low point of this podcast where we completely fucked it. Yeah. <laughs> Sad times. Yeah. But yeah, so Simpsons, there's probably loads of other ones if I'd really thought about it, but those were the ones they, that they I, are I came really up with first. Good. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll go for that cool moment then. And it's Reservoir Dogs. As the um, green bag. Yeah, you know, they, they've got the whole, the whole blondes. Crew. Pink, brown, blue. They've got everybody strolling out in their suits. Apart from Michael Mazin in his shell suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
Yeah, no, the, that's that's just like the coolest moment, wasn't it? As as they walk around the corner, and I don't know whether you know. I imagine that's been done a few times before in other films, similarly. But everyone seemed to take that moment with the with the little green bag. Going you don't want to kind of, of glamorize these these guys because they are criminals, you know, whatever. But it looks they look so fucking cool. They really do. Well, they're just sort of strutting it out in the diner car park, aren't they? So. It's after discussing cold, but yeah like a virgin in the in the diner and then john favreau doug lyman etc did this in swingers they swingers, took it off yeah. after discussing it at length they did a really good homage to it yeah. so yeah this is a good one swordfish anybody ever see that the john travolta the ex- huge the explosion don cheadle one boobs boobs yeah halle um, berry halle berry yeah right. this probably have to be edited out but we rented that and then after the she gets her boobs out cordon was like right that's it just turned it off i think there were six million boobs and that what she got six for, million pounds for those boobs Showing her boobs, yeah. Yeah. Very wow. impressive boobs. Yeah. Three million each. But it has a great scene. Great scene? A memorable scene. Yeah, it is a good scene at the beginning yeah. where he's breaking the fourth wall and talking about action movies and hostage situations and how these things play out. And then he's mm. actually talking to the FBI and this woman runs off and she's got a jacket that's got ball bearings on it and she explodes and the camera revolves around at the moment of the explosion as time sort of slows down and you see everything being taken out. It's still a really memorable cinematic moment cool i can't believe we've gone around and and not mentioned the matrix yeah well bullet time yeah this was the real game changer of course you've got the scene on the rooftop where the the proper bullet time bit where the agent is firing loads of rounds and neo's dodging it and then we've probably all seen how it's done which is the wires and green screen and millions of cameras and it kind of rotates around as it's going through and it was like amazing to see it probably you know an evolutionary leap in cinema stuff but the one i was thinking of was the very very start where trinity. trinity's on the computer and someone bursts through the door and she leaps up and does the kind of crane in midair and it freezes and you're mm. in the cinema like fuck what is going on this yeah. is fucking cool and she batters him and then it speeds up and she legs it around the room and escapes but that bit where she leapt up that was mm. the first glimpse of it and it was just fucking cool yeah it was really cool really good i was looking at you know what kind of slow mo films I would have seen, and and then I was looking at the directors that use them a lot. And Wes Anderson seems to have been a big fan of slow mo. I was looking for for Bill Murray actually, and the Bill Murray one that I found though was him instead of doing an autograph for somebody, just decided to walk down the hall with him and his mates, and they slow moed it and turned it into a little film they put on YouTube. It's only about thirty seconds. You can just put it on there and just put Bill Murray walk mm-hmm. and he's just doing the exact kind of talk we were what we were talking about with the Reservoir Dogs where he's just but it's with these guys and they've just asked Bill Murray to do it and he's done it so again he just un- un- seemly un- yeah the stuff that's coming out is that about- Seth Green though was it Seth Green what the one who said, oh, he stuck, Bill Murray stuck me in a trash can upside down or something no well I was thinking about the the current one where he's forced himself on someone or grabbed someone and then <sighs> Gina Davis has come out and said oh yeah he did all this shit to me in the past and I, I wasn't like 
Oh, no. Brave enough to say, like, that's not fucking appropriate. I should have walked away, but I carried think, on. And it's I like, oh, man. I knew he was supposed to be a bit of a prick, but I didn't realise he was also touchy, rapey, feely. Yeah, it seems just a bit like. Oh, I'll have to listen to more before I throw Bill under the bus here. I know, I know, but like, wrong is wrong at the end of the day. Yeah, well, for sure. If 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 that's all so is true. So you just live long enough for all your sort of heroes, or not heroes, yeah. but people that you like just turn into pedos and like. Seems that way. Seems like an era, an era of just fucking appalling behaviours. Yeah. Oh well, it's probably you. I next. probably won't make my top five <laughs> then. Away you go, Reed. All right. Well, Dread. We mm. watched that for the pod. It's got a drug named Slow Mo in Literally it, which actually right slows down your perception of time, and yeah. you get the mun- mundane stuff like Lena Headey in the bath. Well, not that mundane, but but it's kind of spectacular. Not just because it's Lena Headey, but because of how cool it all looks and crisp. But also, there's a drug den full of slow mo users, and you see Dread and his rookie colleague take a to mm. assault the room in glorious, violent, horrible slow motion. There's yeah. another. There's another drug one, which is Cake from Brass Eye. Yeah. Which also has the effect of slowing down your perception of time. Yes. Uh, and it makes your children smell like hammers. <laughs> <laughs> One young girl thought she had four weeks to cross the road. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Brilliant. But yeah, the bullet time, the Matrix one is an interesting thing, you know, because it's been around in a, in a few different ways. You had Blade did it where he's sissing off loads of bullets and shit. And you've got Wesley doing it in Wanted curving bullets in slow-mo and apologizing in the car was that pre or post Mm, i want to say that that was post post. well pre definitely pre was lost in space the matlab movie i don't know if you ever saw that one and it's got the time slice at the end where they i think hyperdrive through the sun or something it sends them out (laughs) that's how they end up getting lost in space one that you might not have seen though is kung pao into the fist it's like a a spoof featuring footage from an obscure 70s kung fu film but with an american comedian over the top of it but it's got him fighting a cow in in bullet time and like firing milk from its udders at him and, and such that's a good one. Oh, let's go next a kind of naked one well not a kind of naked one a very explicitly definitely naked one is Fast Time from Ridgemont High Judge Reinhold is having some fun right in the loo perving at Phoebe Cates and in his imagination she is exiting the pool and taking off her oh, bikini top in slow motion we've all seen this scene enjoyed that scene. imagined <laughs> yeah that so that's a good one okay well Sar- sergeant eyeless left behind by the rest of his crew do you know where i'm going black hawk down oh platoon. Platoon. yeah I, I raised the hands in that kind Elias. of christ like yeah it's the mispronunciation of his it was name. the mispronunciation yeah, well, i'm not gonna give it you easy <laughs> am i so it's a big dramatic moment and it's he's kind of adopt this religious pose almost before he gets a shot and the chopper's just going up and they look back down and he's been told he's already dead hasn't he charlie sheen is it charlie sheen yeah yeah he's already been told he's dead but he can just kind of see him as he's pulling up and they they don't go back and he knows then that tom berringer's yeah barnes um, done him yeah yeah it what a movie that is platoon Really enjoyed that at the time. Watched two, two or three times, actually. couple of comic booky ones. X-Men Days of Future Past has mm. Quicksilver breaking Magneto out of prison. Yeah, they have to slow that down, otherwise you wouldn't be able to see it. Yeah. The fight in the kitchen thing where he's comically arranging it all, mm. and but also proving that basically if you had super speed, there would be no problem that would be insurmountable for you. It's like a world... Really lazy, power. though. Yeah. 
Yeah, and the beginning credits to Deadpool are all in slow motion. Oh, um, that's right, because he's just... Has he been exploded out or coming back There's a back car crash, isn't yeah. there? And he's, like, putting a, the cigarette lighter in the guy's face and <laughs> yeah. there's little things of Green Lantern photos and yeah. all sorts of cool stuff going on in those credits. Yeah. Of course, they've announced the third one, haven't they, with Scott going to be Wolverine in there. Oh, joining that world. Yeah. Do uh, you see the first use of bullet time? Did you catch this up in your research tool? Kill and kill again was the first use of it, I think. It right. was an obscure sort of um, cool. action movie. You can see that on YouTube. I watched this Turkish film that said to have the slowest. Yeah. The what the guy where was, he's clutching. I was the... bracing myself for a joke. No, it was actually true. Yeah, that he's one. He's clutching. It's like the worst fight scene it, of all it time. Said it was the worst slow-mo action fight scene <laughs> of all time. Is it them just pretending and it's slow-mo? It, Basically, it's a really sort of bad... He looks like Rowan Atkinson, I thought. Yeah, but sort of bad Turkish wardrobe, it's bad setting. <laughs> He's got this, yeah, a, like a, a Turkish Rowan Atkinson with a bit more of a trying to be a handlebar moustache. Right. And he takes a bullet on the bed. He squeezes a blood capsule, like, really obviously. <laughs> it's almost like he's acting slow-mo. Yeah. Yeah. Know, it's not actually slow-mo. Like, the budget <laughs> couldn't go to slow-mo. So they just... And it's awful, but... Kind yeah. of funny with it. Reese, you mentioned some comic booky ones. Yeah. Also, the Watchmen starts oh. with a. I think it's all along the Watchtower. No, yeah. the times they are a changing. That's the one, and it's an alternate kind of view of history. You've got various different things. I think there's some. Is there some Watergate stuff? And Nixon's obviously still president. And then you've got Manhattan like altering the course of the Vietnam War and all that sort of stuff. And it's a big montage of where we are now in this reality. You get like two movies worth of exposition in about four minutes just to set everything up. It's like brilliant. And then you have the comedian being thrown out the window in slow-mo and the the smiley smiley face with the blood on it. Yeah. Rad. Martin Scorsese's Raging Bull. Remember this when you've got Jake LaMotta, De Niro, and he's just dancing around the ring. It's kind of a bit smoky. It's all black and white anyway. And he's just got the hood on and he's just waiting for the fight. Yeah, it's a lovely, lovely. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a it's a tough film to watch this, actually. I mean, it's he's an angry man, isn't he? Mm. Lamotta, he's, he's, he's troubled. He's, yeah, sure, he's, yeah, he's troubled and everything. But it's it's a huge performance and, and great film. I watched um, some clips of it today for this. Right. And the fight scenes are still pretty visceral. Yeah. You know, yeah. There were, I mean, there were... At the time, they were groundbreaking, just mm. the, the camera shots and the, the kind of realism he mm. was able to get into. Otherwise, it always just looked not quite as as good on film until he brought this this view to it. But yeah, decent one. Zoolander, the wake me up before you go-go with the petrol <laughs> and the cigarette. And really the first one I thought of, Ace Ventura, pretending to be an American football player with psychological problems so he can break into a mental health hospital. I'm ready to go in, coach. Just give me a chance. I'm going to execute a button hook pattern in super slow-mo. And then he gives the instant replay. Yeah, it's pretty funny when he does it. Yeah. But Courtney Cox creases in, even in the you know theatrical yeah, release. Together, she's yeah. like laughing away. Yeah. Oh, and along came Polly. Did you ever see that? I have seen that, yeah. Jennifer Aniston one. And he's playing yeah. basketball with this fat guy. And he like... Philip Seymour Hoffman, isn't it? It's, it's is it? when he talks about sharting. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He jumps into him and his like fat, sweaty face like goes to, oh. oh. He keeps shouting like, oh, nothing but that. And he just, yeah, Yeah. just like smashing into the back. It's miles wide, yeah. (laughs) Oh, and Quaaludes. 
Steaming. Yeah, that's good. And there's, you get to see his dick just after that bit as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite funny. A film we've talked about on numerous occasions, The Untouchables, has mm. the scene in the train station. Ah, oh, the pram coming mm. down the stairs. Which has the pram. It's Costner and Garcia and the gangsters are coming the up hoops. and they're after the bookkeeper. And it's obviously a takeoff of Battleship Potemkin. But in that one, the woman and the child die, but they didn't go for that in this one. They, yeah. they save them. And I think Garcia, is it? He shoots someone in the head through his forehead. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. It's fucking super cool. I love that movie. It stops the pram just at the bottom, yeah. Yeah. Battleship Potemkin was the... Is that, is that what you said? I did, yeah. 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 Well, The Usual Suspects has that scene where he's just realised that Clint, verbal Clint, has got away yeah, yeah. and just walked out and he realises he's kind of Kaiser Sose and he's he's made all these stories up and it's just as the... It's the, the Kobayashi it, cup, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And it just drops on the, on the floor. Hard slow, to get it's a great much, moment. Slow-mo, well... well yeah, it's hard to get as much joy out of that plot. film the second time. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, it's all... It's still a great movie, it's, yeah. yeah but I mean, once, it's like any of these films. It, it's, it's all the assholes involved in it now that really Singer, makes it like... Yeah, Singer, Spacey. Spacey, probably, let's say, Gabriel Byrne as well. Jimmy Savile was in it, of course. Yeah. 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 And well Rolf Harris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hard Target has the uh, the street shootout and then JCVD taking down the guy on the bike just with a single kick in slow motion as he comes past. And similarly, the protector, Tom Young-Gum, I think that's the other name for it, the Tony Jar one, has the running up the glass as the quad bike goes through it. Really cool stuff. Inception. Yeah. That has the bit where basically the van starts falling and then that's pretty much for like, falls for half a movie yep. in slow motion. And it's the dream... Within the dream, within, within the, the dream. dream, within the dream, within the dream. Yeah. Uh, isn't the, but the, the one at the very beginning is them coming off the bridge because for some reason they've got to fall off a bridge and the one further down where they roll the guard doesn't count. <laughs> I really love that film, but it's confusing if you think about it too much. Yeah. Yeah, don't think. Feel. Sherlock Holmes, the guy Richie one, has Robert Downey Jr. playing Sherlock and he's a pugilist par excellence. And while he's fighting, he everything slows down to almost a complete standstill it's it's so slow and then he describes how he knows what he's going to preempt what his opponent his opponent's going to do and what he's going to do to counter it and strike him here and blah 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 and then it zooms back into real time and he does all the things that he just said he was going to do and he wins the fight Mm. uh, etc i mean it's strange how directors use all the slow-mos though isn't it i mean some of them do i like it when they've like in this next film when they get an animal winking and it's let it ride one of my favourites, mm-hmm. where right at the end there, Jay Trot, who's been having his last bet on Hot to Trot, the racehorse, uh, the four horse. Was it you that liked that or Pete liked that so much? That saying. <laughs> and at the end of the horse in slow-mo, it seems to kind of just wink as he goes over the line and he goes, yeah, I got it. Mm. I'm having a very good day. And that was a uh, Robbie Coltrane in that. And yeah, sadly, sad times. Sad yeah, times. sadly just passed on, didn't he, Robbie? He was yeah. a good and. Should we see what listeners have? Well, do you want us? to just chuck, chuck <clears throat> another one in? Uh, well, I, one I think about it would have been great if you didn't know was Terminator Two. Me Seeing too. that in the cinema, if you didn't know 
who was who and what was going on. The first moment when Edward Furlong sees Arnie in the yeah, corridor yeah. and he drops the roses, the roses yeah. and the cops running towards him and he suddenly says, get down and he shoots you. You know, if you didn't know at that moment, what a huge moment that would have been. Yeah. So there's that. And then also uh, very much having the same cultural impact is when Fry drinks a hundred cups of coffee <laughs> in Futurama and on that hundredth one time, like just completely stands still. <laughs> And uh, I have had moments yeah. like that with coffee. <laughs> Hall of Fame movie for me is Wayne's World. Yeah. And oh, when they're in the donut place, Dream Woman comes in and Garth, everything goes into standstill for Garth. And I think it's Foxy Lady plays and then he does his dinner. But she's standing there with the, you know, her blonde hair all mm. blown away in the, in the wind and stuff, looking kind of foxy. Yeah, that's such a fucking good film. Yes, we have had a million nominations from listeners shall we yeah know? let's have some of those because we've we've actually be mentioned quite a lot already did that make any sense i don't know i think this is me that's nominated the opening credits and watchmen nice we've got from christian benter ah. snatch the brad pitt fight scene and yeah. 300 the gates of hell battle oh yeah, yeah i remember that the snatch one it was uh, i think it was in the build-up for the big punch or something they they knock him out and yeah it's good that i'll i, I watched that not not long ago, Snatch. Mm. Breachy's nominated Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, the funeral scene, and she's kindly sent the YouTube link so everyone can enjoy that. We have got, oh, goodness me, Darren Leithley with Deadpool, uh, the opening one, opening scene that you mentioned, yeah. Seth Vargas, Pineapple Express. We haven't mentioned that. James Franco jumping through the air with guns. <laughs> Darren Leithley with Inception and Zoolander. Oh, and Spaced, which is really good. The, well, the Simon the, Pegg the, series. Oh, the, they they the shoot, shoot out with their hands, with yeah. like finger guns. <laughs> yeah. And other ones that we've already mentioned, I'm sure. But do keep them coming in because it's been really great to hear from everyone so soon after putting the post up. It was great. It's overwhelmed. Let's put in our nominations. Uh, yeah. Okay. I was just thinking point break though. Don't they have that big no? no. That's yeah, good. that's a good one. That's a good Hans one. Gruber die hard as well. Oh shit, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go the the raging ball one just okay. because I think that's an absolute scene as he dances around slow mo in the ring, hood on, just waiting for the fight. Brilliant. I'll probably have to put in the Matrix. I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's got to be there. I think I'm putting in Black Adder goes fourth, and it's the culmination, the very end of the series, and it's where it's been oh, building up over to the top, over them the top. going over the top, and they oh. all the especially this particular episode, they've been trying to figure out ways where they can get out of it by pretending they're mad. Up and, their nose but and... it's inevitable that mm. they will go over the top and they will all die. And it builds up and they're all just fucking shitting themselves, you know. And I watched this dead, dead young, I'm primary school yeah. age, mm. and thinking, fuck, like I haven't seen people like die on the telly before. They're fucking emotional. Yeah. Uh, and it, they all go and it goes in slow motion of them charging across the field with just guns going off. And it just fades out and then fades back into, like, I guess it's Flanders Field with all the poppies on it. And you're like, fuck. Yeah. Dead. Like, you know, because yeah. that's the shit I that remember went there down. wasn't, it just stopped the laughs, didn't it? At the yeah, end it of that series, it you were such just a funny like, end to the series. Uh, no. Right, but it, it sticks with you. Yeah, yeah it's it does, a good one. It does for sure. And then we should put in a listener nomination. I, yeah. Oh, we just kind of. Preachers' nominations there. are always solid. Pete mentioned the Jim Carrey one. I do like the oh, Snatch one's good, but I do like the Inception shout. Yeah. What do you reckon? Yeah. 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 What? Snatch? We never put Snatch in anything before, have we? No. It snatches in. Well right. Chris. Wow. Thanks, Chris. Brilliant. But do keep them coming because we've, we've got, got space for one more. One more. Spaced. <sighs> yeah. A sign. Anyway. <laughs> 
You went early with the cheese. I did. Disclosure, but I've got full disclosure here because what happened today was I had to meet Peter Flambard for a very important business meeting. And he's away on holiday tomorrow. That's why he can't record tonight. He's going to Florida. He's going to Florida for two whole weeks. And so today was cheese subscription day and there's no point in him having cheese because he didn't need it so i have it with us tonight so this is peter's cheese that we're it's, well it's our cheese it's just that pete's not here to enjoy it with us and so i've only really unleashed two out of the four and one of them's the gold one of them is the gorgonzola dolce young voluptuous creamy and rich mm. not to be confused with the stronger and harder gorgonzola picante which is i think what we've had before because mm. this isn't this isn't as strong a flavour as that. Sublime when drizzled with acacia honey, Dan. Right. Have you okay. got any of that? Or with fresh, juicy pears. And the guy in the shop did actually say, oh, if you've got any pears, they're, they're perfect this time. You're nice and ripe. And I was thinking, mm-hmm. let me get out of the shop, for fuck's sake. He's a dickhead, that guy. Yeah. Dickhead. And then the other one that I think we've got on the go <laughs> is the Pecorino al Tartufo, which I seem to recall Pete saying that before. Made by the famous Tuscan creamery Il Fiorino. Uh, soft young pecorino is delicate and notwithstanding the gorgeous scorzone truffle aroma non-invasive scorzone yeah nice so yeah it's found around the hills of the uh, marmema wherever the fuck that is probably in fucking italy by sounds is it was what, that the, guy... just the cheeses just naturally occurring yeah <laughs> it just roams around <laughs> you have to hunt it and yeah. catch it yeah rolls um, it's semi-hard which uh-huh. is, could describe all of us here as well. <laughs> uh, and there's two others, but we're not going to get a chance to eat those because I just think we've got Haribo and Dairy Milk Buttons coming out of our ears. So yeah. that's more than enough. Loads going on. Yeah. yeah. And we do have the um, the the rich bread toast. Yeah. That's, that's pretty good stuff. It is good. Yeah, so that's Freaky. lovely. And what is also lovely and segues so very nicely is this week's movie, Dan, which you nominated, or I think you're trying to now make a bold claim that it was actually your wife who nominated No, no, I, I would take this. I wouldn't want to blame this. <laughs> no, we were watching Netflix just to what to watch. Oh, dog of me own. We were watching Netflix, checking it out and thought, this looked okay. Hovered over it for about three, four seconds and then just dive straight into it. Texted you guys, this would be the nomination. Right. And it looked from the trailer potentially intriguing because yeah, from the little bit they show over the Netflix, because this follows the story and the whole kind of sense of the film is it's kind of a bit like sliding doors. There's two different narratives going on with the same person. Yeah, the movie's called Look Both Ways. And that, to me, was quite an interesting title. I was, had sort of high hopes that I, before I knew anything about it other yeah. than you'd put Luther, but for some reason I had a bit of a sci-fi vibe going on in my head. Anyway, it's nothing like that. Nothing. It is, it is precisely like Sliding Doors. Well, this was... No, not quite the same, but we'll... Um, there's no we'll, train, we'll, but other than that, it's the same. We'll, we'll, <laughs> no, because I think in Sliding Doors, you get these kind of... You follow... In this one, you follow all the way through to the end of, of both... Well, took some doing, but yes, I did manage to get both. Of yeah, both kind of scenarios. And it, we were talking about romantic comedies and how yeah. we hadn't had many on the pod. So this was a new one, come out, didn't know anything about it. Give it a go. It stars Lily Reinhardt. Yeah. Mm. I think. She was in Hustlers, what we watched. Oh, that's what I knew her from. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Oh right, I didn't I didn't pick her up from that actually. Well she, she was plays, Luke's brother, wasn't she? Yeah, she plays two versions of the same <coughs> excuse me, the same woman, Natalie, who is one of them is just graduated. Wait, same well, women in two different realities, is it? Yeah, she's it's the same reality, it's just two different possibilities. Two, two different possibilities, yeah. Mm. So in one possibility it's not a multiverse. She she gets pregnant. Well, but is it though? Is it a multiverse? Because then does that no. explain what happens at the end? Because you no, know, it wasn't like, interesting enough said, to do that. Ju- no, just right. to go anyway. with the, the plot, she's <clears throat> just graduated from college in Austin. Yeah. She's ready to embark on this five-year plan for success. And her and her best friend, Kara, are heading for LA where she's going to launch her dream career of an animator. Wait, 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 wait. That's just start, the plan. We, yeah, but why don't we start right at the beginning though? With- I've... Take us there. Well, please. just the, the, you know, some chat in a library and all that stuff. She's really loud and, uh, and appropriate in the library. Yeah. Yeah. And then he takes her to the, her mate, Gabe. 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 He turns up and he's an aspiring drummer. In, <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me fucking side on that. Do not fucking get me side. And they have, a, they have a drink from a hip flask, I think, in the library. Yeah. yeah. They, and they celebrate their end of passing their graduation and they've got uh, the graduation day or what do they call it in um, graduation day yeah <laughs> um, i think that is what they call it and they're having yeah. a big party they have a bit they're having a big party they're so coming up to it and before that they have a sort of no strings attached let's definitely use a condom sex it's explicitly told yeah that, yeah uh, and these are two friends they they weren't an item they're obviously close mates they've been mates they're not looking for anything beyond that and and that's kind of clear. She's got this plan. She's going to LA with her friend. Natalie. But what nah. Natalie's going with Kara, yeah. her friend. And and that's what's going to happen. And then it cuts to her in the bathroom. Well, a few weeks later on the yeah. night of the graduation, there's a big party. And uh, so yeah. there's sorority, I think. It is. And yeah. Natalie cuts the line for the loo and someone's like, oh. and she basically tells him to fuck off. Mm. And she's knocks on the door and. Sure enough, that fucking personality vacuum, Natalie is being sick or certainly hugging the the toilet. And she's bought her a bunch of pregnancy tests and she yeah. says, you're better to do a couple in case one's not working and you want to know definitively. And so she, yeah, she takes the pregnancy test and that's where things splinter off that, into it's one of the issues, sort of, isn't she? One of the times they try to do something visually interesting is at this exact moment where the two yeah. realities sort of split at the moment of the pregnancy as they look at the pregnancy test and you have both realities on screen at the same time as in one she's sort of what is her reaction to well, when one of one of them's like shit bloody hell and she just has mm. a shot and she's like wow can you imagine that and she's like no i couldn't oh that would be it and they all that's just about the extent of the like performance as well yeah, yeah and they and they go out there and then we've got uh, the other side where she's just kind of crushed isn't she she just can't believe it she's this wasn't her plan and she doesn't know what the fuck she's gonna do and then we kind of follow these two paths then Mm. and she goes quite quickly she has to go and say in one reality natalie that's pregnant she has to go and tell gabe this is happening who gets right behind her and he's a super nice well, guy yeah i kind of got the impression that he he was into her it, from the get-go so. he yeah was, i think so he, he says you know oh it's not really oh fuck that's shite but okay oh, I'm, I'm happy to stick with you he's on the verge of making it big in his shit covers band <laughs> that only has one song with his completely pretend drumming he says they've got sponsorship to go yeah. on. they're honestly 
the fucking so like, anti-music, fucking detestable shite. Uh, they the, got it's a it's just fun. jealous. It's, what's the song? We it's are fucking catastrophe. You play just it three jealous. times because yeah. it's oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> so so jealous. Like, he's hot. He's, his name's Danny Ramirez, and and she has to move it. She decides. You know, there's never any question of whether they're going to keep the baby. Well, yeah, no, this is uh, it's which would have been skirted over in about a, a line and a half of dialogue. The whole. You know, conversation about abortion might have been something interesting they could have commented on, but no, let's not do that. It, so, it's really baffling for yeah. it to just completely not address yeah. that. Well, it's a all. romantic comedy for fun, but it's not really. I know. A, a well, I could have found some fun in then. Ro- yeah, <laughs> Wade versus Rose thing going on, but it I makes do it all the more point. unfortunate that when the kid comes along, it's called Rosie, and they shorten it to Roe. So the baby, they call the baby Rose. I honestly, it's like that's, how could that's they a little do bit later that? on down the down the line. But Luke Wilson turns up as her dad. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like Luke Wilson. So do I in a few things, but he's a charisma vacuum in this. He barely phones it in. Honestly, I would love to sit here and say, "Oh, this was a surprising hit, and I really enjoyed it." But mm. I cannot because from the get go, I was like, "Why is Dan Pick?" Honestly, yeah. it was just like, "Yeah, this is baffling." Like, yeah. is this a Fucking honestly, I thought I was watching the wrong thing. I had to, I picked my phone and checked. <laughs> I was watching the right thing, and I was just like, okay. So anyway, yeah, Luke, Luke Wilson turns up and is barely phoning in. He could have just had the script in front of him and been reading it out. It was that fucking wooden. He's and, married um, to someone who used to be in Two and a Half Men. Right. This is the, the level of interest. <laughs> That's the thing, sort you know. of thing that we've got going on here. And so, in the she other has reality. to break. The, the, well, she has to break the news to the parents that yeah. you know oh, yeah. oh, I'm pregnant, and she just kind of rips the plaster and says I'm pregnant, and they're pretty like miffed about it, and they give. It, it's and I think of, it's the one moment where it was a bit like you felt something for the character. She moves home in with her parents, cuts her hair short, like you like you felt something. A genuine emotion but i'm like reaching you know i try to be charitable for yeah. these things but... and you you skipped over a, a really funny scene there where he was in, in, the, in the car with him and he said look just be you know i'll i'll breach this moment and i'll tell the parents just at the right time and then she gets out the car and tells him straight away lol and he, yeah, he says, I know. She, I know she, it they was, say to it was the, tough because we're about an hour in now, maybe forty-five minutes. Well, the parents say to him, like, "What do you do?" You know, and he's obviously he's at college, so he doesn't fucking do anything. And he says, oh, "You know, I have a part-time job in a fucking dry cleaners." And then you know that the 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 words you don't want to hear about your daughter's boyfriend that he's in a fucking band. They're like, "Brilliant." So do you get paid to be in the band? And he's like, "Well, no." So, so, you're, so, a dry so you're a dry cleaner. Well, but all right, but. Anyway, but the thing is, I, I think genuinely shit, you would right? be like I said to like I was watching with the missus. Like, imagine that's like our yeah. daughter coming. You'd be fucking like, what? <laughs> you know? Well, you say that, but he, that she's got pregnant, and he's like, "I'll do whatever you want. I yeah, will no, come and work. I'm going to yeah. support you." There's absolutely no question in his mind. He's just like 100 percent behind it the whole way, supporting her. I'll get a job. I'll do that. You know, <laughs> it's like so. There's no friction or tension or anything no. there. So anyway, yeah. In the other Natalie's world, she's gone, though, to L.A. LA. And she's can't really find a job. They've got a, an apartment. First of all, they think it's going to be this amazing one. And then it's not. It's one across the street, which is still pretty sound. Still amazing. Yeah, it's still pretty sound. <laughs> no big come down there. And she sending out her resume to lots of different animation f- 
firms and things and eventually gets wind of a party going on where well, everything she's a bit downtrodden at first because everything's like an internship or an unpaid position yeah so how the fuck am i supposed to live you know how am i supposed to make money and blah blah, blah. and so you're, you're right she goes to this party an and assistant she's, she's got her yeah, yeah she's got wind of it, it's someone that she really idolizes this lucy character and she's throwing a party for some fucking shite thing that she's doing there, oh this is where she meets poundland henry cavill I was going for Jamie Dornan, like a right. like a like That's a sub. Jake David Corinsweet. Yeah, yeah. He was an immediate red flag for me because he pines for a live action remake of Spirited Away, <laughs> and I was like, that is like literally the opposite of anything that anybody should ever say. Yeah, yeah. And she argues that point as well. He had a shit beard that annoyed me because she. Yeah. Well, he's. It, he's it's one of the few interesting it, things they flesh out about it that she does from time to time chuck out some interesting things about the world of animation. Yeah. In, well, LA Natalie, this is the guy that's able to get her foot in the door and a job. And, and you she's... can telegraph it like fucking 10 million miles away at this party where she starts speaking to this guy. Yeah. And she's oh, I'm going to like go in and gate crash this Lucy's thing and, and try and meet. Her. And he's like, well, you fucking definitely shouldn't do that. You're like stalking the boss and you're like, he's going to be in like, he's so gonna fucking yeah. obviously going to be in this fight. Sure enough, like, he, he tells her, well, if you're going to actually do it, just fucking bluff your way in. Just go to the door with confidence. Mm. The doorman's not going to know who's in and out of this thing. So just fucking walk in. So she does that. And sure enough, he like rocks up and you're like, Jesus. And then someone says, well, Lucy never comes to these fucking things. Like, you know, she just throws the party and she, she doesn't. And and you realise why later on when you do meet her, because she's a fucking dick. Yeah. Well, he... He meets her the next day as her resume has been called up and she says, oh, we're coming for an interview. And he says, look, the reason you got the job is because you didn't stay at that party. You went home to do more resumes and that's just the kind of person we wanted. So she's got this drive and she's got this ambition. She gets this job and she's working really hard. But you're right, the Lucy woman is a bit of a bitch. And, right from the get-go. Um, and she's yeah. fairly consistent with that behaviour, so that's good. Yeah. And then it kind of flips up again and it, it jumps forward. She's It's she's, quite jarring the way they tell the story because you're used to seeing a whole storyline play out. Yeah. And then the alternative. Really, that is often the way this is done. Whereas this shows you seen up you're not always 100% sure apart from the color coding that goes on with yeah, they do that, yeah. to tell you, but you're not always 100% sure in which reality you are at no, some points. No, um, you're right. Her hair is ever so slightly different and they show you that time's moved on because no, they don't change at all, but the baby gets a little bit older yeah. as we go through it. Yeah, and, and, stuff. and various and relationship. As well, I noticed yeah. as you yeah. got older. V- various relationship things are going on in Lay Natalie's life. Jake has got a film deal where he's going to produce his dream job kind of thing but he's got to go over to only the instant Alaska. after they agree to move in together yeah yeah because plot and in the other one in the other reality where she's got a baby she tells gabe to fuck off and meet someone else he gets together with a girl called miranda yeah yeah mm. And then she realises that might have been a mistake, but it's all too late then. And yeah, back in the LA world, you know, she's wanting to push her work. That's what she really wants to do. And she shows it to her boss. Eventually, she works up the, the courage to do that. And her boss slates it as being derivative and unoriginal. And my t- television set actually imploded from the irony <laughs> right, of it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it, it's certainly, it was certainly a well-delivered line that maybe she... She'd seen it, but it does inspire L.A. Natalie to then go and 
kind of start her own thing again. And well, she pe- she gives her pep talk by saying yeah. that, oh, when I was coming through the ranks, like everyone was a cunt to me. Yeah. So I'm just going to revisit all that. All that. I'm going to perpetuate that cycle you. of misery on um, you. Yeah. You need to find your voice. All I did was tell other people how to find their voice until I realised that you know, blah blah blah. So you can go live on the street and not have a job, but that will help you find your your voice. And you're just like, what kind of fucking advice is this? It's That's kind of what insane. she she went for. Yeah. And so she does, but it works. Uh, yeah, she does because it's like a fucking hallmark movie. Well, it's interesting you should say that side because I might have a little hallmark little quiz oh, okay. for you. And she uh, her fucking work was derivative so uh, at least that was true and anyway she then comes up with this fucking bullshit story theme thing for what's she called night, night, night owl. owl the night owl not the cool night owl from watchman but no. some like fucking stupid like inane oh this is the color palette of this film is starting to annoy me thinking back <laughs> um, it's got these little inserts all the way through it of her because of her graphic designy yeah stuff. and she's going to show this short thing that she's created at south by southwest and i'm just thinking they don't fucking show stuff like that at south by southwest There's they no do they way. show it i'd love to go to that I not in my imagination it. where this well, is at, at, and as luck would have it other natalie has also found her way and her form and her talent and found herself she's she had a short brief stint as a barista but that didn't last too long and and she managed to put pen to paper again and or onto the ipad and do her own kind of design which gets her to south by southwest as well so Mm. whichever route yeah. she kind of had it it ended up her yeah, basically everything her will be work. fine whatever you do don't worry because it will all be fine <laughs> and and yeah that's kind of the message of this this movie there um, was a message to this movie well i mean if if there was it was it was that so they know. both have success in their careers through different paths and some time passes i guess i was getting pretty but it was hard to stay awake now was, you know i'm normally this one was a two-hour movie oh, yeah it was a long movie wasn't it oh, did did you do it in one sitting yeah man yeah what um, was what was really hang on really we can baffling. Slate it in a minute surely we just need to get through the ending okay okay yeah I mean, in a in a shocking turn of events, her and Gabe in the pregnancy one end up together. Yeah, we get to see she some more to of see him the drumming. Shit bad oh my them. god! <laughs> this they is the thing. The song again. This is the thing I find most fucking irritating in the whole film is just how fucking appalling that the drumming was <laughs> yeah. shown yeah. as being, and also the music was just like catastrophic. And just how popular that sort of shit is in America just makes me fucking want to puke. Yeah. So that was disappointing. And in the other reality. Did she she gets together with fake Henry Cavill yeah. again for some reason. Yeah, he comes back and he says something like, "My the most." Oh, he comes back for her, doesn't he? Yeah. South by Southwest, a bit sort of. Big he puts his project gesture. in jeopardy by turning up yeah. to see her shit fucking film. Yeah, and anyway, both realities end up converging as they walk past the sorority house, and Natalie says, "Can I just stop for a minute?" And goes in both realities into the bathroom. And kind of looks in the mirror in in the in they had sort of his and her sinks, which is a cool little thing. And she looks in both realities, and it's kind of like if you're white and middle class, and your parents are really wealthy, <laughs> everybody's extremely supportive and nurturing. You're gonna be okay. then whatever you do in life, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. And also, never talk about abortion. Yeah, just yeah. never ever talk about it. So it was a hit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I loved it. I have to say, what was most baffling about it was a couple of times I glimpsed over and the missus was fully invested in this. She was, she? was loving it. And 
she said the next day, oh, I was a bit like conflicted about that film because you know I really wanted like her and Gabe to get together, and I'm just like, who gives a fuck? Well, no, hang on then. If we really missed a trick here, if we gone like my missus, I watched it with her. She didn't seem to give a shit. She seemed to think it was just as awful as I did. Yeah, my missus fell asleep halfway, and then we watched it. The other, that's that's totally usual, not because of the film. Yeah. And then we watched the next part of it a couple of days later, which we but which gave me a a good. But she did kind of enjoy it you know yeah, uh, yeah she was into it she and, was like oh, but I, come on. I was yeah you when, know, when she, like gabe or gape or whatever his name was and her were like interacting she's like come on tell her tell her just say how you feel oh tell him you love him and i was like oh god this was like the most fucking vapid bullshit like it's we've so mentioned beige. hallmark stuff like i couldn't you can't even like it ironically or yeah. hate watch it it just had so and i would love to have been surprised by it yeah because i'm not i'm not like anti-rom-com I think, there's um, rom-coms i really no, enjoy yeah this lily is, reinhardt's pretty good in it this should the lead i think she's okay she doesn't have much to work with let's just i'll give her that the script is just so cowardly and bland and you know i know not everything has to be a big thing but uh, i don't know maybe but they could have made more about like teen pregnancy or yeah. um, well i guess it doesn't have to be that shit movie, drumming but... or you know yeah. par- well whatever. i mean this, was, this was this was on you know a it, it was a, a light-hearted or trying to be light-hearted film in it told in a, a slightly quirky way like a, a romantic comedy where i don't know it didn't work for me it, no. it definitely didn't but i was I, I was intrigued by the way they were trying to find a different way of telling the story, you know, that they had this sliding doors thing. And that's kind of all I knew going into yeah. it. Oh, they're telling these two different stories. Thought that might be interesting. There was some um, good stuff there there could have been around like more because potential both, than anything good though. There was nothing yeah. really to But to in, say. In, at least in both realities she had a career like at least it didn't go oh you know if you have a baby you can't have a career because she ends up having a career in both realities that is enriching for her so that's you know pretty good but in both realities her happiness depends on a on a bloke and yeah. it's shit henry cavill in one and, the and they're both from nothing guys like completely vanilla boring yeah. dudes who offer nothing and the spirited away thing and the other one <laughs> the other one said that his favorite movie was the michael bay teenage mutant ninja turtles thing so if you are interested like a fan of music and you care at all about music and as soon as you see this cunt play the drums oh, uh, the, the shoulders oh, you're just moving. like you'll hate everything about your entire life does but we talked about hallmark movies yeah. this like seems like the very sort of definition almost of that feel of oh like it's tv happened. film kind of feel was do it? you it want was... to hear have a little quick quiz yeah of real or not hallmark movies definitely all right so i'll give you the title and a synopsis you tell me if it's true real or not i'm in so KFC teamed up with Lifetime to create the story of a young heiress who struggles to choose between a wealthy suitor cho- chosen by her mother and the sexy new chef Colonel Sanders played by Saved by the Bells Mario Lopez. Is that real or not? That is real. I'm going to say it's false. It is real. Yeah. Awesome. That's too good not to be. <laughs> um, bassoon as possible. <laughs> Shatner's bassoon. Brenda, a beautiful and gifted professional bassoonist, is dreading a lonely Christmas away whilst travelling with the Royal Philharmonic. But when the Baron of Genova overhears her practising, Brenda's holiday gets much more exciting, starring Tory Spelling and Ian Zeering. I don't know who that guy is, I, but... Yeah, yes. true. 
It's false. Oh, <laughs> damn it. We just make that film. The Cabin. Two single-parent families with the last name McDougal are assigned the same cabin during Scotland's MacFest, a convention that gathers <laughs> clans from around the globe, with the last name starting with Mac, starring Back to the Future's Leah Thompson. I want to say yes. False. It's true. Yes. <laughs> it's true. I want to watch that film. Hanukkah and Florence. After uncovering a mysterious artifact buried beneath the lunar surface, a spacecraft is sent to Jupiter to, to find its origins. A man by two men and the supercomputer HAL 9000. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say this one's false. <laughs> Yeah, it's got to be false. That is false. Yeah. That, of course, is the plot to 2001. And the tiebreaker, is it a tiebreaker? You've got two already. Yeah, it's two got... nil. It's two nil up, yeah. All right, well, it means nothing. But the last, last one. Last a winner, yeah. Fur Crazy, uh, a woman who, through a series of circumstances, is cornered into a job she's hated all her life, selling Christmas trees in Manhattan. Yeah, that's true. True. It is true. Yeah. I think, wow. Dan, you're the winner Dan of wins. the, Dan uh, wins the hallmark. hallmark. We win a Hallmark card. Yeah. yeah. Well, nobody was a winner, really, with this week's two hours <laughs> we dedicated to look both ways. We should have looked another way, potentially looked away. Hey, listen, you live and learn. You live and learn. It just seems to not, to set it in Texas in this year and to completely not talk about Mm. anything other it, yeah know, miss, just... miss I mean it wasn't that kind of film it wasn't you know it was trying to you know tell an interesting story or, or something with a bit of weight into it in two different ways and but it didn't work, did it? I mean, it was it was a tough, tough, long watch. The, but it wasn't for the missus. She kind of enjoyed it. And maybe it's just because it's just not my thing. Well, um, the metrics, 6.3 on IMDb, 61 on Rotten Tomatoes, 91% sort of like positive things on Google. Yeah, of course. It was baffling. To me, this was a fucking zero out of 10. I was just, it was just awful, awful. Yeah. yeah, I will never watch this again. I honestly... Usually I can find, even in the stuff that I don't like, something to be enthusiastic about. But mm. I almost didn't bother coming this week to talk about it. <laughs> Solid. Well, next week, I think it's your choices. We'll yeah. talk about that in a little while and yeah. hopefully we'll have something that people might want to watch. Yeah, anyway, it's up, really. Listener Johnny Utah tweeted us this week to let us know that although he's never done any hard drugs, that often listening with no context at all to the kids' review section, he imagines is pretty close to that experience. And I think this week's plot of this week's kids' TV show is probably going to be a bit like that. Yeah. It features barbecue. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Time travelling. Aliens. And queuing. And a paper boxes of stone thing. Yeah. It's called Oddballs. And this is a Netflix thing, but it's a spin-off from the guy's YouTube channel. Yeah. Did you I check thought- out the picture of them? The kid, the guys who do this, they look very young. Right. Yeah. What I did do was go on their YouTube channel. Oh yeah. The YouTube channel itself is called The Odd Ones Out and they have 18.3 million subscribers. Ooh, that's a couple more than we've got. Only marginally more than us. Yeah. So this is a it's an animated comedy, wacky comedy kind of thing in the mold of I'm going to say sort of like adventure time yeah. that sort of thing. That's the a little vibe. bit Rick and Morty yeah. type type vibe as well but obviously for much younger kids not that adult stuff you missed a trick by the way dan because episode 11 that we could have watched it was called almost home alone and it's a home alone parody oh right yeah zing so we watched episode four 
which was line cutting or cue cutting. Line cutters. Yeah. I was the premise of this. I was like a hundred percent behind straight yeah. away because this hit me right in the Britishness of queuing. Yeah, they're waiting in line for barbecue ribs cooked by obviously Gordon Ramsay, and and they are a Max the sentient crocodile. Yeah, and James crocodile alligator is a crocodile. Right? Do you know the difference? Tell us then. Well, one you'll see in a while, and the other you'll. See you later. That's it. Yeah, Max the crocodile and James the sort of marshmallow. Yeah, what's the guy the like Pillsbury Doughboy kind of? Yeah, looking vibe. Yeah, it. he's he's just like a white <clears throat> marshmallow blob thing. And they they're standing at the front of this queue for a food stand, and it smells so delicious. The crocodile's pupils expand like he's on MDMA, <laughs> and they talk about the ultimate ribs they're waiting in line for. They've been slow cooked for a hundred years by chefs infused with the DNA of Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's not Gordon Ramsay. They don't they say, say it, but it's obviously an angry yeah. television. He swears chef. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Say, yeah. And somewhere down the line, someone's trying to cut in front of an amoeba-like thing that's in a motorized fish tank wheelchair combination thing. And a huge, obviously female sentient rock wearing a security hat chucks the line cutter out. Yeah. So it's serious business, line cutting. In, in this yeah, business. that's Roxanne. And as, yeah, Rock got it. As they're ranting and raving about line cutters. They're the lowest of the low. James has got his back to the front of the queue and someone he thinks cuts mm. and he shouts we've got a cutter 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 and the futuristic he starts banging pots and pans yeah he gets him out, of his, out, of his out of his backpack yeah she says no i haven't cut the line i've just come from a different i've gone through a time portal yeah to your reality and this is where i appeared yeah and but all three of them get launched by roxanne she does she's got a siren under her hat and mm. she sends them all to the back of the line with a citation for disturbing the peas, it says. And they rip her for not being able to spell. And she says it's hard to write when you're afraid of paper. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it turns out the girl from the future is called Echo. And she's from a future where there's no processed food anymore, no fast food. You have to cook every meal from fresh. And it's presented as this dark dystopian thing. <laughs> there's no chicken nuggets. And if you want cereal, you have to go and grow your own corn and then... Yeah, like the harvest grain it and, and harvest. cultivate it and whatnot. And she's been researching the perfect food to come back, and it just so happens it's these ribs. Um, they do look good. Yeah. Also, she's got a sometimes a robotic cuckoo that comes from a cuckoo, cuckoo, <laughs> cuckoo <laughs> that comes from a band in her hair, doesn't she? Yeah. And she's explained something about a professor Dumas. Yeah, he's like some evil villain or something. Mm. Yeah. So. There's a lot going on in this. There was a lot. Well, they well, they, they try to get back in the line, don't yeah, they? Yeah, well, he's he's been the the crocodile's been thinking about this food for so long. He just can't wait anymore. Even though she tells him that the food, this is the alien lady. She's told him that they are aliens. They're not real chefs. Yeah, and they they've got a big plot to take over the world. But he's so hungry for the for the ribs. He runs into the tent. Yeah. Well, not before he he plays. They have a high noon sort of shootout thing of playing rock paper scissors with the rock yeah <laughs> and of course the rock chooses rock yeah as you assume she would yeah and um, he chooses scissors scissors because he but he thought he explains his plan the double bluffing that goes it's a complicated game dan yeah yeah he, he seemed to think that he was playing 3d 3d paper rock scissors stone and and she wasn't but they get into the the tent and sure enough they are aliens 
and they zip themselves it's down. It's quite sinister. He, uh, yeah. he, he reaches for his face and then you see a close-up of him unzipping like like this, the middle of his face. This and fake Gordon, Gordon yeah. Ramsay. Yeah. And uh, sure, a, it's a scary alien. It's a giant fly. Fly, yeah. yeah. And they they get him, but she wants to be proved right. What is it? She she says, I didn't cut the cue. You were wrong. Yeah, you if you don't apologize. admit it, I'm right in all this. And Brundle Ramsey's going crazy <laughs> in the background with, the, with his goons as well. But he won't admit that they're aliens, even though Brundle Ramsey is going crazy. And then he challenges quite her stubborn. to a game of rock, paper, scissors. Roxanne, again, at the end, and they get kicked out. <laughs> he uses rock again, doesn't he? Yeah. It's it's a bizarre little thing. They watched this at my kids' and my daughter's school. I said, "What have you been watching?" She said, "I've been watching Odd for this Oddballs at school." So it's like at the lunch break, they get guess when it gets wet and everything. You know, they go. Oh inside. right, I think we're like in a lesson. Yeah, well, I did originally, yeah. <laughs> so right. I gave you that thought as well. But yeah. no, it was, and I thought, oh, okay, give this a go, and yeah, it was it was quite good. I mean, it was fifteen minutes, mm. eighteen, eighteen. Mm. So not overly long. He tried something else. This, you know, it was it was these these new characters. They were quite funny. I think it's quite a sophisticated sense of humour for for kids. It's almost curb your enthusiasm style, where you've got that sort of little tiny social things going on, but then you've got all this crazy, you know, because about the line cutting and that, and then you've got the crazy space experiments and that going on around it. I thought it was pretty derivative of of the stuff that we mentioned, like Adventure Time. Not not as good as that, but I did still enjoy it. I Kind of chuckled at it a few times, and it's hard to find new shows, isn't it, that are really going to be great coming out of you know ones that we haven't mentioned previously in the last few hundred podcasts. Yeah, I um, mean, I quite like the the backstory of it. You know, that they're just some guys who just obviously started doing it their own way on YouTube, and then yeah. it's expanded out into this. That, it's that's pretty cool. that's the a nice yeah. story, isn't it? That you mm. get these people who are obviously starting young animators starting out on I YouTube. I can definitely see why it's found a big audience, though. Yeah, yeah. And it's brilliant. It's been picked up from, as I say, from YouTube to Netflix. There's something in it. And I only watched this one. But as you say, there's the Home Alone one. I'm not sure how many seasons they've got now. Just the one at the moment. But it's got they've got 100 odd, 100 plus videos on YouTube. Right, okay. And I watched a thing from a YouTuber about one of their videos and how much money they made from that getting. They were, they, it was a particular one of theirs that got over 10 million views and they had made you know a decent amount of money from that you know yeah. so i was thinking wow is they've got 100 odd videos with 18 million subscribers yeah. that's so even people <laughs> who've watched it without subscribing so they must do right and then like getting picked up from netflix mm-hmm. they must make you must do like pretty successful out of that well hats off to them. yeah good on them might watch some more of these it's not as i say i I think there's there's more laughs within this. I'd be interested to see more of the writing. And as you point out, that that social thing, like line cutting, or it's just a normal thing that you do. But yeah. it can just incense some people more than others, and they they've tapped into it there. So. Would it not incense you? Fucking well, hell, if I've been it, queuing for a while and someone, oh certainly, oh, in, like, whoa, man. whoa, whoa, I would tut. Yeah, like you yes. would believe internalize my rage pretty successfully. Foot tap, yeah. maybe stare. Yeah. Yeah, the, the look. a little bit of stare and then look away. Mm. Yeah, don't don't confront me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. I would be a seething ball of impotent rage. Hope, yeah, hope to, to just call Roxanne to yes. throw them out. So yeah, best of this is the best thing we I've watched this week. Yeah. Okay. Well, the midweek you wasn't a big fan of, was you? No, I wasn't a big fan of that. So this was genuinely, this was the out of the three things that you nominated, this was the best thing that well, I saw. Go check it out, people.
We really ought to touch base with Howie, or at least touch Howie's base, yeah. and see if he's around. But I think he's got a lot of after-school activities to do with his shrews, so maybe he'll be around. Otherwise, it'll just be us three again. And Riggs, I think you're going to nominate, but you don't have them to hand no. just yet, so right. we'll we'll let everyone know about that on the Twitters and the Insta books and stuff. All that remains is to say Sidey signing out. Riggs out. Yeah, and thanks to everyone for getting in touch this week. Dan's gone. <laughs>